Terry. I'm Todd. Terry. I'm Todd. I'm Todd. I'm Todd. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Treifenbach. Jeremy Jones. Joshua Lightfoot. And today we will be talking about a new film that you can catch on Shudder right now called The Advent Calendar or The Calendar in French. Yeah, it's a uh, French horror film that will um, be out today. Well, no, actually yesterday, right? Uh, December 2nd. So yeah, it's, uh, it's available now. That's all you need to know. It's on Shudder. So, uh, thanks to the people over at Shudder for sending us a review or copy to, yeah. you know, talk about nice. this episode. Uh, Tombs of the Blind Dead. That was cool. I was happy about that. Yeah. Looked great. Yeah. Um, uh, if you missed it, you missed it. I don't know when the fuck the Blu-ray is coming out. Stop bothering me. Dude, I mean, it's a brand new transfer and with yeah. Synapse, like they're touring it. So it's going to be in Synapse timeline soon. Uh, and <laughs> I'll be honest. They're not even touring it. Well, that's true. They're not. I, I just contacted them about booking it. Um, but if you do run or know somebody that runs a repertory program like late night Grindhouse here in St. Louis, um, hit me up. I, I will pass along the info and I'm sure the guys over at Synapse would love to book it at your local theater. Um, next late night Grindhouse, December 10th and 11th with the, what the fuck movie, <laughs> Of the year, I think, that you'll ever see in theaters. In theaters. I think so. Hmm. I mean, unless we want to talk about Malignant again. Close. Well. (laughs) But I I think this one's a little more batshit. So Um, we're talking about Bloodbeat, the Christmas Christmas classic. The Christmas classic that I reviewed back in 2014 for the site during my horror advent uh, madness. Did you twirl your mustache just now? (laughs) Got very hipster. My hands are in my pockets, but I could if you want. Oh, the other one's twirling mustache? I don't know. I am so excited for Bloodbeat that I am planning to call it in sick. (laughs) Hell (laughs) yeah. Just to see. Should you be recording that? (laughs) His work doesn't listen. It's fine. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't know what I do. They <laughs> won't know. I'm in my own bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I I really can't wait to watch it. Mm. Um, <laughs> the audience, I don't know how they're gonna you're take it. Confu- if you don't know what it is, um, and Ooh. you're thinking of seeing it, the best way to put it is French art film. Like the crew was French. The director was French. Yeah. Uh, it came to small town. Was only film. Constant, pretty much, yeah, and filmed like a art film meets slasher film, and it doesn't make a lick of sense. Well, speaking of licks, no. Find Um, out what that means. So it's not like a traditional slasher movie, but it is worth your time and pretty insane that it's going to be playing in theaters. I'm just, I was happier and shit when it came out on Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome because for a long time it was on YouTube. Yeah, and it was barely visible. (laughs) Yeah. Because it is not a very, I wouldn't say well, for no, it is not a well-photographed film. It's very 
dark. Yeah. Um, not a lot of light. So imagine that in VHS quality. And uh, <laughs> and then imagine that uploaded to YouTube. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going into it completely blind. Wait, oh. I thought you saw this. Blood, blood beat? I thought you no, saw it. Never oh, seen oh. no blood beat. I'm going to check your letterbox. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, no. I haven't seen a trailer for it. Or, All right. No idea what to expect. So yeah. That's what I did going into it. I was, I was pretty bummed that it was a last minute booking because we didn't get a trailer in there so yeah. i just timed it where maybe a trailer on you're getting Facebook. it confused with because there are other movies i've seen with blood in the title from vinegar syndrome uh we're blood games oh and or blood hook. blood hook we were arguing i think saturday because i couldn't remember the name of the movie i was like no we're showing blood games it's like oh no blood beat uh blood sport <laughs> oh fuck i was like what is this <laughs> we should have a uh, trivia round like they we do have- in um We've done questions on what is the what, what is what a real blood movie? Is not a real yeah, not a real title. And they're all blood something. I was just thinking like trivia to put on the screen like they did back in the day when oh, they had like, trivia questions. Or like riff, riff tracks, kind of like fake trivia questions. Yeah. They do yeah, do it. Well, it's the Wisconsin Blood Trilogy. What is? The Wisconsin Blood Trilogy. So the Wisconsin Blood Trilogy, which has no relation to any of the films, it's just all based in Wisconsin, is Blood Harvest, because Bill Rebang is oh, from Wisconsin, okay. uh, Blood Hook, which yeah. is set in Wisconsin, and Blood Beat. That makes no sense, but it's also funny that it maybe it was just a marketing ploy from Vinegar Syndrome, because they're all available through Vinegar Syndrome. Huh. Or they're <laughs> so, all available at the same time. Like, yeah. Same kind of lot of movies. I wouldn't be surprised if they sold a $15 box set called the Wisconsin Blood Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> Much like they did with the Rudy Ray Moore. Did you guys buy stuff from Vinegar No. Oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. okay. Flesh for Frankenstein, for sure. Yeah. You didn't and, buy anything. Um, Ticks, yeah. I also hey, picked up. Ticks is fucking kill. Nothing was really on, like, I was only buying stuff that was going to be on sale. Yeah. Okay. And, Ticks is in, in danger of selling out. I fucking love mm-hmm. that movie. I'm just going to have to. Yeah, I'll probably wait. Have my VHS hold me out for a couple weeks. I'll couple wait months. until the halfway, which yeah. is, you know, it's a while, but. Mm, I, I need it now. Oh, no, I get it. I'm <laughs> I'll, I'll look at the excited. numbers. I just am at a point where I realize I don't need to buy everything right away. Right. Right. <laughs> I guess I have a problem. Well, I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is your intervention, Josh. Yeah. In this basement filled with movies. Yeah. That's well, going to go really uh, well. Look, anyway, I'll, I'll be just honest. Kidding. It's not as bad as Josh. Josh has like way more movies than Well, me. but it's all very organized, as is this <laughs> wait, room. What do you. Okay. I was like, wait, wow. what are you trying to say here? Damn. Yeah. I don't know what that accent Anyways. is. Anyway. So, Bloodbeat, December 10th and 11th. At the Marcus de Pere 14. Tickets are eight bucks. Come and see. Come and see. Get you'll, it? Yes, Come. I get it. I get it. You'll, you'll, you'll get never it when believe you, see it. you can see a movie like this at fucking Marcus 14. Oh, so yeah, that's for sure. That is <laughs> worth it. Even though I've seen probably worse movies in theaters. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Any fun stories before we get into what we've been watching? Over the nope. over the hol- Halloween season, it's been a minute since no, because it's that year. December. Yeah. So it has who been cares? a minute. So, did everyone have a good Halloween? No, no, I had okay. a horrible one. Okay, just That's, kidding. It was great. That's fine. As all Halloweens. <laughs> now we set up outside, watched uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. I had about thirty trick or treaters. Thirteen. Ooh, we had four. Yeah. 
<laughs> kind of a light load yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. You guys should have come over. Did you have? M- no, you didn't have more last year. No. Um. Well, last year we went to your house. Yeah. So I have no idea. Oh well. Okay. Well, <laughs> we just we just set a bucket outside with candy in it. That's right. I I kind of forgot Halloween was on Saturday. You know, it was only the perfect fucking day, mm-hmm. and then oh, well, well. had to come in and ruin it. Full moon, time change, you get an extra hour. My God. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, we say goodbye to another Halloween season. All right. Um, it's long gone, baby. Before we get into it, let's go over our social medias. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DTB Horror, on Instagram at Destroy the Brain, also at Facebook.com slash Destroy the Brain. And uh, join our Discord at discord.destroythebrain.com. I don't know why I felt like overemphasizing that. I don't know. It's been a minute. It's been a long minute. Okay. Uh, uh, Come to Discord. I just noticed your shirt. Oh. Oh. Wow. I am wearing a Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm. uh, from uh, The Francis Ford Coppola Dracula movie. Dracula. Okay. Yeah, Dracula. Yeah, the year was fourteen hundred sixty-two. Oh, geez. Okay. okay. Well, what have uh, what have you been watching, Jeremy? <laughs> um, how many movies are we talking about? Dos. Dos. Uh, I finally watched the new Candyman. It is available to rent uh, digitally, and I dug the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't really care for the end. That's all. um the. The last 20 minutes feels very rushed. I agree. And very fan servicey. One well, in one particular. And I that so if we're talking about an image towards the end of the movie, I did not care for that in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And thought that was a huge mis- misstep. Let's call it that. Um I do I watched them actually back to back because I hadn't seen the original in quite some time and got the Scream Factory release and wanted to break it in as well. And actually, I think it worked that way very well, especially with like the way the main titles play out opposite each other. Um, first film is, you know, a helicopter shot of, you know, downtown, like yeah. facing the street level. Where the new one is <clears throat> street level of skyscrapers, and you're like looking up, and it looks like you're kind of looking up into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they just contextualize it and build upon it, I think, is very interesting. Um, kind of the framing they have of some of um, the characters of Helen and Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I think is intentional and very similar. Um, I think it's a it it's a good movie. Yeah, I'm not knocking it, but I just also feel it feels very phoned in at times. It's a it's an odd mixture. It's like it's expanding on the mythology, yeah. making it more wider, but then it keeps shooting itself in the foot with like fan servicey stuff. Yeah, but it gets really bad in the last. 20 and 30 minutes where I feel that the actors are just completely wasted in giving us a great climax of it. But you can read more of my thoughts on oh, destroythebrain.com. I, I actually haven't read any reviews since it. Yeah. I was able to... I, so there was something I had figured out before seeing it based on 
character names and mm. oh oh yeah okay. like the rev- and it's just, treated as a reveal it's not really a twist i feel like no but i also and maybe i cheated and looked at imdb but i i thought that was her anyway oh yeah 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 so. but even like i had figured out anyway like yeah don't um, don't spoil no it. i won't because yeah, yeah. it wasn't ruined for me and i stayed off twitter for like three weeks and none of it was ruined and i was Pretty shocked because it's like malignant discord was discourse was pretty much yeah right away yeah yeah and a lot of that other stuff. It's so. funny how that happens. How some movies just yeah. fire a very like knee jerk instant reaction. To Not like, saying knee jerk like the but opinions invalid, but the, just it's just so fast diarrhea of like here's everything that happens in the movie whether you've seen it or not right and it's saturday when the movie comes out yeah (laughs) like yeah i've seen it happen with that yeah i've seen it more so happen with malignant and maybe that's because of the popularity of the conjuring franchise it was also made available on hbo so it was easier to to digest digest yeah you don't have to go to the theater Mm -hmm. yeah um the other thing was like the only other movie I've seen where that has happened is the new Ghostbusters, which yes. finally went to go see it last night because I'm like, all right, people are fucking taking pictures in the theater of the like last I mean, X amount of minutes. I'm not even going to spoil that. People really forgot how to <laughs> no, behave like, in a movie theater. Yeah, as better as I think some sites have gotten, I don't want to call them out by name in terms of doing clickbait and spoiler mm-hmm. shit. Um, they did the fucking Friday Ghostbusters came out We said there's this cameo in it and had a picture of a character from the original. Right. And it was like, oh, dude, this movie came out today. Like (laughs) it had the sneak previews Thursday night. Can you just slow your fucking roll slow your fucking roll please at least have the decency to like not you know, put the spoiler picture proof yeah, in yeah. all of your social media on your new like new, your website feed and right. all the social media feeds you do right because i mean i know there's you know there are extensions on chrome and firefox yeah. that you could say i don't want to hear anything about this title like squid game and it will oh, censor man. all that stuff for you. Oh, I except need to get for when it comes to pictures, it's like fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, just because like Google's like, oh, I see you read an article about this. Would you oh, like yeah. to read the same article thirty more times mm-hmm. from thirty different websites? Anyways, yeah, uh, I really dug Candyman. I did have some issues with it, but um, overall, I think it's a strong horror. Yeah, I think it's released a- for twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was just, eh. It was eh. I mean, I, I think I ranked it like three stars. I mean, it, which but, is the same as I think it, that I but gave But this too. is, I mean, here's what I see good about it is that the director is very promising. Yeah. She knows how to direct. Um, I, I almost, I think I got the impression early on that maybe this was like Jordan Peele kind of trying to usher some friends in to direct and say, Oh, I'll piggyback off my name. Even though I know he like co-wrote, um, some of the story. Yeah. But it wasn't that at all. Nia DaCosta fucking killed it. I I thought she did really well. I just feel, and the parts that I have problems with, I believe are reshoots that the studio demanded. Mm -hmm. So now it's hard to fault her for that. One of the scenes, or not really a reshoot, but it almost felt like a scene that that they just kind of like <laughs> penciled in in the script was 
uh, one of the kill scenes when Candyman's in the girl's bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, that really, kinda. I don't know if it, it didn't was, feel on tone. It, it just felt like yeah, maybe some like an executive watched the movie and like, we need more kills. Right. So they that just was something they this. led with in one of the trailers. Yeah. That scene, it was like, I don't know. Because the story, I guess the story was very adult and about like, so bringing it into like, but oh, now they, kids yeah, are like hearing trying to it do and some doing teenage it. slasher kind of. And angle. well, after that happens, huh. nothing really yeah. is followed up. Oh, I know. And so and, and it's, it's not. Yeah. Right. And, and that's one of the many problems. One of I the have problems. It. It's I not just the ending, but I feel like the ending is where it just feels emotionless. Like mm-hmm. I can deal with problems within your script. Like, yeah, you have this one scene that doesn't work, but everything surrounding it works. You know, yeah. it's like getting a bad condiment on the sandwich. It could totally ruin the movie, <laughs> but more than likely, like if I, I hate pickles, if I get a pickle on a burger, I'm like, Oh, I don't like this. Or I bit into it. I pick it off. You don't like pickles. I don't like pickles. I hate pickles. Yeah, I think they're. This gross. is an anti-pickle contingency. Over I'm on here. the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, are, are they planning a sequel to this? Candy I don't know. Man? You don't know. I, we don't know yet. I would doubt it. I doubt it too. Just because it feels like the buzz has already hey, like, died. Uh, but that's like <laughs> that's everything in 2021. Yeah. I mean. It feels yeah. like the way all it, content. It came out in, in general, August but. in theaters and it's on Blu-ray. Like, right. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I just hope Nia DaCosta gets more work and is uh, faulted for yeah, some Yeah, I think shit. she's just finished the Captain Marvel sequel. Yeah, yeah so I was going to say. Doing, now, she's doing okay. She's doing all right. <laughs> I was going to say, because I didn't know she's doing the Captain Marvel sequel, I, w- I was going to say... I hope she doesn't get sucked into doing superhero movies. <laughs> sure enough. I mean, it's where the money is. That's, baby. It yeah. is, but I feel like there's other things that, like, I'm sure there are stories they want to get out. Yeah, sure, but it's but, like, look at James Wan, who yeah. is yeah. like, I just gave you guys a billion dollar movie. I feel, I'm going to make this fucking crazy I movie. feel like there are some directors that are doing these superhero movies we're not choosing not to do them right they're they're taking their stance but there are a select few of superhero um movie directors like James Wan in particular that's like sure I'll direct Aquaman I like that comic book character you're going to give me this IP which I know is going to do fucking gangbusters sure why not and and if I can do better because DC is kind of like in the shitter mm-hmm. if if I can pull it out a little bit cool, you guys are going to be more thankful for me and be more accepting to any ideas I have. Whether Warner Brothers loves James Wan now after Malignant, I couldn't tell you. They do because he's <laughs> filming the Aquaman 2 sequel. Oh, yeah, but I think he was already signed on to that. No, he was. Um, and, of course, we you know, keep talking about him. Might, might as well mention the lead of Candyman. Um I can't say his first name and I apologize. Yeah. Yai Abdul Mateen second. Um who's Black Manta and Aquaman. Gonna be back in the sequel. And apparently that dark trench movie they were gonna do, the Marine Trench, was gonna secretly be a Black Manta movie. All right. So Keeny Man is eh, I liked it. I recommend okay. it, yeah. Yeah. And it's available now. So Gosh. Uh so a uh, new movie in twenty twenty one. Black Friday. 
Oh, the yeah, <laughs> the new movie uh, produced by Again, you did the you did the uh, <laughs> the newscaster. Like old timey newscaster. No, he did like the like seventies. No, he did it like kind of the seventies teleprompter type. Like <laughs> new movie, new movie, new movie coming out here. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the one that stars Bruce Campbell and Star- Devin Sawa and Devin Sawa of Idle Hands. Okay, and almost, Chucky, almost unrecognizable because I feel really? like I hadn't seen Devin Sawa in. You didn't see the fanatic brother. No, I didn't see that one. <laughs> oh. But he's are you watching the Chucky series? No. <laughs> okay, he's on that. Yeah, I I want to watch the Chucky Chucky series, but you know, that's on USA and I don't have cable. Do you have Peacock? I do have Peacock. It's hitting Peacock I think after this last yeah. the season the, finale hits. The series premiere is at least on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to get started. Okay. You know, I you know, sometimes I might well, I might wait see yeah. if it comes out physically do it we'll see and then i'll just binge it then because that's like something i'd probably want to own yeah but yeah i don't know and yeah. I, I think USA anyways back to black friday it. yeah yeah black hey friday. let's okay so yes back to black friday <laughs> uh was also produced by bruce campbell okay uh it's about he's um uh, kids that work in retail you know gearing up for black friday mm-hmm. uh their lives are very shitty and run down uh you know Don't their know benefits like. suck they're waiting for their bonuses that they're probably not gonna get or they're, they're promised and then to make things even worse for these kids um working on black friday is uh well all their customers are zombies oh shit Um. <laughs> so yeah, we already talked about has Devin Sawa. Uh, it also stars a lady named Ivana Baquero. I I hope I said her name right, but she played. I thought it was going to be a joke here yeah. in a minute. Well, okay. Ivana Tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, put your glasses down. <laughs> Ivana Tinkle. Uh, she played the character Ophelia in the movie Pan's Labyrinth. She is all grown up now. Oh, okay. Speaking perfect English. Cool. Yeah. Um, and it also has Michael Jai White. Oh, I'm I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, yeah. I did How, see who was in it. Yeah. yeah. However, I feel like no. Michael Jai White. Don't break my heart. Is he? It feels really like he's wasted. Almost like oh, they really? had gotten. Damn it. Like they got a did name. Did they only get him for the day? It, it kind of feels that way. <laughs> Like, they don't really give him a whole lot to do, and then they kill him. And okay, that's a minor spoiler, but <laughs> um, wow. and it, you just wow. kind of feel like, oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Now that's getting censored out. All right. <laughs> um, so I do feel like this movie could have been a lot better than it was. Some of the issues I think come from they probably they had a f- director that probably doesn't have a whole lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Their budget seemed very, very low. Like, this movie's supposed to take place on Black Friday, but where's all the shit? Where, <laughs> where, where are the sales? It looked like they got they all the toys that they got for this toy store because it takes place in a toy store. Okay. Uh, it looks like they just got everything from some dollar store website. Yeah, just probably. all the shit. Where's all the shit? They got it marked down somewhere and in I f- bulk. I also feel really <laughs> sorry for the editor because these are people that are supposed to be hiding from zombies but there's so many open areas in the background that you're just like 
it, it looks like they're hiding and then you cut to the next shot of a close-up of someone's face in the background it's like a totally open area dude mm-hmm. this store is supposed to be filled with zombies anybody could see these people uh so like uh, and you know with the the budget like i said like it just it feels kind of cheap just I no mean, it, it just kind of feels like if they had a higher budget yeah a better editor and a more experienced filmmaker this movie could have been yeah yeah boss like awesome as someone who works in retail and you know i've had plenty of I've had a different Black Friday experience, I feel like. Uh, but how do you feel as somebody who's been in the trenches? Um, it portrays <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, like I said, and I think the budgetary, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't feel like Black Friday. It yeah. feels like they didn't get enough extras. Yeah, They yeah. don't, they probably didn't have enough time to, mm-hmm. to you know it, it just doesn't really feel like it's black friday but the title of the movie is black friday yes it looked like they got some closed down store with nothing in it and had some things they could like fill the store with and i i just feel like it kind of hurts the movie just looking at just kind of how cheap it feels it was like they shot out a toys r us the last day it was open <laughs> well i ran the trivia it was actually a Spirit former <laughs> well, it might be one it, it might have been one because it was filmed inside of an abandoned uh babies or us mm. oh okay mm. okay so same same not idea. too far yeah. off there jeremy good job hey deductive <laughs> i've been interested in it but i might i, I, I just it. thought it was kind of funny and granted now yeah, that so you, you say it no, no, no. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying the movie's funny. <laughs> I thought this was funny, what I'm about to say. Okay. It, now that you say Bruce Campbell is the producer, I'm like, how the fuck are they getting away with a font title, Black Friday, that looks a lot like Ash versus Evil Dead? <laughs> uh, you know what? I did not notice that. Oh, I noticed that now. right off the <laughs> yeah. bat. Huh. It, you know, I mean, granted, I'm like a typography nerd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and especially since I work in graphics, I, I just know a lot of font stuff. And I'm like, that's exactly, it's just not bold. It, it, right. No, it, it really does <laughs> but look it's like the, same, the logo. Yeah, it's the same kind of like uh, format mm. of sorts. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I'm like... They're definitely playing into like, oh, this is Ash at Black Friday. Yeah. Okay. So if they didn't have Bruce Campbell in this movie, this this, I you probably would have never watched it. I never would have watched it. Did you watch the Hallmark movie? I okay. I missed it. I was working that Uh, night. I'm sorry. I still got it. I got it recorded. Oh, okay. So yeah, party at Andy's. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas party. Yep. Please. Um. Yeah, if Bruce Campbell wasn't in this, this movie really would have had like nothing. I'm I feel bad saying that, but yeah, I did watch it mainly for Bruce Campbell. Uh but yeah, without him in it, yeah. it's like eh, it's just another kind of you okay. know, shutter exclusive. Okay. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> even on there. Yeah. No, it isn't. Careful there. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This episode is sponsored by Shutter. Um, give me a second. Yeah, you're good. Are you I'm going to have to figure out how to edit that anyway. You got to fart or burp? No. Just do it. Do it. God damn and it. I, 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. What? So I realized that you're like, Zoom have a story, and I totally have a story. Ah. Uh, and I talk about right Candyman, and I was like, oh, fuck. I like saw Tony Todd when I was working Sliff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no stories. No stories. Can't go back. Can I share it later? Because I've got a really good joke about it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Thanks. The other part of me, I was disappointed that this movie, like, it tried to get a theatrical release. I think it it did get a it limited couldn't. release, but it yeah, it couldn't. Uh, it I looked everywhere in St. Louis, no theater was showing it. But no, you can rent not. it on demand for seven bucks. Well, well, that's the going. That's a going cost of. Do I recommend it? On no. demand, I is can it tell. fun? Kinda. But if you like Bruce Campbell, yeah, yeah it's worth Bruce, seven bucks. If you're a Bruce Campbell, uh, Campbell, Campbell completionist. Like myself. you have to see it, right? Of yeah. No, sorry, it wasn't a good time. It was okay. Sorry, time. it wasn't a better time. Oh, it could have oh, been. There we go. So I watched the Slumber Party Massacre 2021 remake. Remake is, yeah, it's like a, it's like half and half. Basically, you you do uh-huh. get some of a remake, but you get some total repurposing. And this is directed by Danishka Esterhazy. Okay, um, she uh, she did do some work on Channel Zero. Yeah, the Butcher's Block season, I believe she directed. I, be- I, I don't know if she directed it because it's not in her IMDb. Oh. Um, actually, I don't see her writing either. Oh, boy. Am I thinking of a different... Okay, I'm thinking Uh, of a different director. No, no, you're not. You're not. Uh, so she did second unit directing on, uh, Channel Zero. Okay. It was from 2018, so whatever season Um, that was. Let's see. Yeah. So she did the Dream Door. Oh, okay. That's the fourth season. Right, right. She did uh, some episodes there, like six ep- six episodes, I think. Anyway, um, more recently, she directed the um, Surreal Estate. I yeah, th- on Sci-Fi. Um, yeah, or she we watched a couple. Jess and I watched a couple episodes, and we just weren't clicking with it. Yeah, um, it, it, it looked like a fun. Premise. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, it was being a little samey and like we watched three episodes and I was like, I don't know, we got other stuff we could watch. Um, Um, She also did the Banana Splits movie, which Niles talked about previously. Well, I famously talked about when I tried showing it to some of my nephews. And then you talked about it too. So it's been talked about a couple of times. (laughs) Uh, Level 16, I don't know about that movie, but um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Slumber Party Massacre. We, We knew what it was, right? Yes. Uh, this one's interesting. So it's it's a remake slash sequel slash repurposing. And what I okay. mean by that is one of the main characters uh, is a survivor of the original attack. However, it's not the original attack that we know from the previous film. Okay. So the film starts off in a flashback in the nineties where the, this driller killer, right. Uh, Who's played by some (laughs) Canadian comedian, um, which sounds weird saying together Canadian comedian. They're not Um, very funny up there. Are they? eh? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, he basically repurposes the role, kind of takes some of the mannerisms like, I love you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but the it starts off with a flashback and it's essentially a slasher movie just 
pretty straightforward cabin in the woods, girls getting away to get away from boys. Yeah. And they even, it's very, at times very meta and it's taking into consideration horror movies. And what I really dig about it is like, there's a part, I'm pretty sure it's in the flashback where they're like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just feel like having a pillow fight. And it's just kind <laughs> yeah. of, it feels almost like, uh, you know, the Joss Whedon, um, Drew Goddard, uh, Cabin in the Woods movie, yeah. where it's like they're controlled by something else, but it doesn't go into that sub, doesn't go into that plot whatsoever. All you need to know is essentially you don't need to see the original, you don't need to see the sequel. But if you were a fan of the first one, if you were a fan of the sequel, there are Easter eggs in this movie. Sequels. Yeah, sequels. I, I know, know there's I know. this erasure of part three, but I oh, don't. No, I love part three. Yeah. <laughs> Killer but, looks like Mitt Romney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I really liked this. I thought it was fun as hell. Uh, I did watch it inebriated, so take that for what you will. Well, yeah, but that's... I gave it four wow. stars. It's probably a three and a half star movie, but I... That's why was, stars are meaningless. It was fun. It I, I had a lot of fun with it. Everybody that was creative with it had a lot of fun, and you could tell they were fans yeah. too. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. It's like it's fine to pay homage because, and then you say, "Oh, I'll just I'll just watch a movie, and I'll I'll make these Easter eggs." But it's that's one thing versus somebody who genuinely loves the film that they're yeah. making, or loves aspects or little artifacts about it. Like there's a guy that plays guitar that's exactly fashioned, uh-huh. like the guitar from of Slumber Party Massacre too. No drill. It's but. a it's a movie that was on my radar. Yeah. Um like, and I've it is up on Sci-Fi's like Roku app to watch, right? Uh, but apparently, if I want to see them dangling balls, I gotta wait yeah, for the so Blu-ray. That, that is the one thing that I was kind of disappointed about. But then again, I get it; it's Sci-Fi. But um, there's really no fe- there's no female nudity. Yeah, they reverse the roles, uh-huh. which you know some people may complain about and be like, "Oh, it's the woke slumber party master." <sighs> but it's really not. It's more of a genuine, like no interference feminist. Yeah. version yeah. of the film. And I really like it because it's having fun. It's not just like, you know, this guys are bad thing, but yeah. it, it reverses the roles. I will say that. And the <laughs> there's a guy that takes a shower. And of course on the version that I watched, it's like pixelized censorship on his butt. <laughs> and then they put Ooh. CGI fog to like cover some other stuff. I don't think they show any Dawn, but maybe well, no, I don't know. I'm not going to watch like it. It's the Jeez. TV cut of the opening of Carrie. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're, if we're you- catching the room on Cartoon Network on April Fool's Day. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a big black bar over right. the sex scene. So if you haven't seen the Slumber Party Massacre remake, yeah. reimagining sequel, however you want to word it, um, just wait until it's, February. when I'm sure Scream it's Factory coming to. No, it Shutter. is. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, because it's a Scream Factory maybe. original, like uh, Fender Bender. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I Maybe. Yeah. Well, because the uh, Scream Factory company bought Roger Corman's library. So right. that is like an internal movie they made. And yeah, I think this was the first 
it is release yeah. of like, hey, we want to reimagine some of your movies yeah. and maybe make them more structurally sound versus like, hey, make this movie in seven days. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm actually excited to watch it again um, with female presence. I feel like the censorship would kind of bother me. It like, did I, bother me in, in a bit. I'll probably watch it when they release it. Like, like I guarantee uncut. you sci-fi would have shown a naked girl's butt or at least like a little bit of it. <laughs> Just the crack. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, know. what's I mean, the rule? It's like three quarters or something like mm-hmm. that. You could shed three quarters of a crack i think so and and the fact that that doesn't apply to the male gender is just kind of fucked in my opinion but whatever (laughs) you know i remember i believe in equals watching a (laughs) movie in high school and some girls were like is there any nudity in it and i was like there's like dude butts in it i was like no (laughs) and then when he got to the scene they're like i was like oh i thought you meant like Real like nudity. boobs, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> real nudity. Like, <laughs> anyways. So yeah, Slumber Party Massacre 2021. Again, like I said, just wait for the Blu-ray. It comes out in February from Scream Factory. Okay. What's your second? Ooh, my second is a real fucking doozy. All right, real so fucking I'm doozy. Reaching back to October for this movie from 2018 called Thy Neighbor. Why does this sound familiar? I don't know why it would, because it is a Christian horror film. Or maybe, maybe there's something. <laughs> maybe else. I, maybe I was watching Name it and like, uh, uh, why are you watching the signal? Christian okay. horror? So there is a podcast called The Boys Bible Study, and they started. They their thing is they do Christian movies, even if they did like Hellraiser three okay. for an episode. <laughs> oh my god! Because of all the time Get he the spends in the church here. and. Uses all the religious imagery um, on every. They have their own Twitch channel, but they also are on Everything is Terrible's Twitch doing live streams of Christian movies. Everything is terrible. And I've never, up until really this year, I've never watched Christian Entertainment on purpose because it's terrible. <laughs> like it is. <laughs> so I don't know. Something broke in me in the past year and a half. <laughs> started watching some of these uh but it started with like these christian horror films because i've always heard of them you know growing up religious like sure. even though i was never in in none of, no one in my family watched them okay but this movie's written and directed by a guy named george a johnson who's done too close to george a. <laughs> i know he's the christian <laughs> the george a. romero <laughs> um it is about this like hotshot Christian author that gets. Um, beca- I'm sorry, there's a hotshot no, Christian author. He's like he's like a quote unquote best selling Christian author, which means like he sold a couple hundred thousand. I don't know. <laughs> um, who's becomes pastor of the small town, and a lot of like Protestant churches will buy a house okay. that like the, their pastor lives in. Uh huh. Um. And so he moves into this house and they're like, oh, hey, you know, like, welcome. It's like small town USA, quote unquote, where they just moved from the big city where it was scary. Um, And they're like, well, the neighbor, he's, you know, never been to church. Maybe you could get him to come one day. That'd be great. So he decides to like first time meeting this neighbor being like, hey, come to my church instead of being like, hi, my name is hi blank. What is your name? Glad we're neighbor, you know, we're yeah, neighbors yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Just like, we're just being like, yeah, I'm the pastor of the church. Okay, 
like immediately invites him Mm -hmm. and this neighbor is the creepiest motherfucker i have seen in a movie in years Hmm. like awkward uncomfortable this guy could do a killing on csi okay svu okay NB, no, I don't know. He's just a creepy like, character. He actor. could, yeah, and he could kill it on police procedurals. <laughs> but he only does Christian movies. <laughs> and Who's his agent? So there's this scene where I guess this house has a hot tub. Okay. Um, and the wife is like in the hot tub, and then the neighbor comes over. He's like, "Oh, hey, like, thank you for the cookies." I, oh, then he's like, "I want these cookies once a week." Mm. You said you'd do anything to help me. Give me cookies once a week, <laughs> delivered cookies. by your wife. I don't <laughs> want to see you deliver these cookies. Wow. So he's like talking to her. He's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of interested in religion." Like, takes his shirt off. He's like, "Can I get in this hot tub with you?" And it's like, "What? What the fuck?" And she's like, "Well, I don't want to discourage him about learning about Jesus." So I said, "Yes." And it's like, "What? No! <laughs> Where is the, your sense of self-preservation?" Um, and it is just this bizarre, you know, people miscommunicating with each other throughout the whole movie, and not really very Midwestern. Nobody is talking about what's actually happening, like directly. People talk okay. to other people about it. They think about it, and that's it. Mm. Nobody investigates. Even even people who aren't directly involved are like, stop do it's it's so weird. <laughs> but it is like that guy's performance is so good. And it was the cinematographer, somebody who actually worked on a few episodes of Walking Dead. Okay. And has done like quite a bit of work. So it looks fucking great. <laughs> but it is just the creepiest fucking character <laughs> like where did you find this this was streaming on um prime no twitch, oh, twitch. Okay. this was a live stream on twitch and they keep uh, it up for a couple days mm-hmm. after it i watched it and then they delete it so they don't get dinged right um it is actually on imdb tv i don't know if it's on any other services right. but that's uh 2018's Thy Neighbor. All right. Thy Neighbor can't wait to check it out. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch a Christian horror Dude, movie. Dude, you and Hallmark movies and Christian horror, what is happening? Are you okay? What we, what I have said and what I keep saying is that... Yes, I watch exploit... I realize I am becoming like Buddhist with this shit, where it's like it's all exploitation, so why am I not watching all of it? <sighs> Bruce Campbell was in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. And it was good. He's jumping on it. Everybody is. (laughs) No, I I mean, I get it. Did you see like Roger talking about that one with the guy who directed uh, Maneater? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah. I saw him talking about it. Um, I'm like the empty man of Christmas movies (laughs) where I just keep whispering in people's ears and they start watching. (sighs) Josh, what did you watch? (laughs) Well, I'm uh, (laughs) a... Reaching back to October, uh, I finally, finally watched Extro. Oh, wow. This was something we were going to show in the backyard, and uh, that didn't work. No. No. Well, honestly, yeah, it was a good decision because I know it was. When we get together, we get all chatty. So it's good. Well, you get chatty, but also people like that is. It's good to just have trailers in the background. I agree. It's like the watch list. Last year, we we felt more 
like let's focus on on the movie. Mm-hmm. And then this year it just kind of felt you let's know, hey, we're all hanging out. Last year was also like we weren't getting a communal experience of watching movies right. together. So right. I think that was a big part of it. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of substituting my late night grindhouse fix. Basically. Yeah. No. But you, know, you never showed extra at late night greenhouse. Are you gonna? I can't. Okay, go because of the rights. The rights are yeah. Screwed. So, what did you think of extra? <laughs> uh, it's awesomely bad. <laughs> it's it is the most eighties thing. You know, it is so odd. It's a weird. Yes. it's a real weird one. Now, yeah, and. Uh, and this was on the video nasty list, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it better yeah. be. That movie sure. is. I think that's what got a lot of its bar for notoriety. Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it was on the video nasty list, and people are like, and also if you watch that trailer, you're just like, what the fuck was that? Which There's is an awesome scene. trailer. It's a great. Yeah. There's great the, stuff uh, in it. Mm-hmm. I, I will fight to it to this day. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember like. It's a peaks and valleys movie. The mm. problem is, is the peaks are so high and the valleys are so fucking deep. <laughs> I don't think the valleys are as deep as you're saying. I just think I haven't seen it in a minute. So okay, I don't mean to hijack your company. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, so I, go I, ahead and say what you're saying. Well, I, I mean, if you ha- haven't seen Extra, it's about this little kid <laughs> named Tony. Mm-hmm. His dad is abducted by aliens. Fast forward three years later. His dad has returned to Earth, and uh, he's trying to fit in, and he can't <laughs> because things are. <laughs> this, this starts to sound like like a fake trailer, right? <laughs> Tony's dad's just trying to fit in. He's trying to fit in, After but he can't. Three years, Tony's dad's back from getting that pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I, I want to make a fake trailer now. Oh Let's do it. So he, he struggles fitting in. Uh, things are really awkward. He's trying to get back into his son's life. Uh, you know, his wife has moved on. Yeah. Um, Wait, but, so this is Rolling Thunder? <laughs> but some, <laughs> but uh, the dad so. has a bit of a secret. Mm-hmm. Something oh. rather sinister is going on with dad. Something's wrong Some, with Tony's dad. Something is wrong with Tony's dad. Uh, so Tony's dad uh, tries to start kind of impregnating <laughs> I like how you cleared your throat yeah um, up. <clears> throat> it's it's it, it has to be seen to be believed yeah um it has amazing like disgusting sound effects mm-hmm just lots of plops and squishes. And this was and like during, I, I just always associate it with New Line Cinema because this was back in the day when they were putting out like, you know, Critters and they were just an yeah. acquisition company. The Evil yes. Dead. Yeah. And this was one of their big drive-in hits, mm-hmm. exploitation hits. So my, and, um, cause I told my dad, I said, I, hey, I watched Extro and he's like Extro. And then I just showed him the Blu-ray cover and he goes, oh my God. I saw this in the theater. So he saw that. He saw locally? it when it originally came out. Oh, that is remember awesome. Where? That was going to be my next question: oh, is what theater he saw? Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'll have God to ask him. God damn it! I'll, That's okay. Yeah, because he also saw Day of the Dead when that originally came out, but I don't know what theater he saw it at. But it'd be really cool if he saw it at the Ronnie's Drive-In. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll have to ask him. If, so, if extra, do, yeah. so, so extra. So, so extra. 
What did you think? Okay, so look, I I am so happy I saw it, and it but it is an awesomely bad movie. And if you like your practical effects, if you like your your eighties cheese, yeah. this is the movie for you. Okay, yeah, but. I don't. I, it's look. It, <laughs> it is. I will say it is a divisive movie. It is. So um, I rated it, and it's so divisive. I rated it a two and a half. On Woo! So, because ratings on Letterbox are meaningless, it, yeah. just like ratings on Untapped or anything else you use. To me, are meaningless. Like it's subjective. Okay. And I know. I think Andy's Blu-ray is still sealed. So. Uh, uh, no, I opened it. Finally, open it. Because okay. I was ripping, I was trying to rip it for uh, the backyard. Yeah. And it was giving well, me problems. Okay. One of the reasons I exed it too is because my girlfriend, who will watch horror movies, does not want to watch something like that. And I respect mm. that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she I doesn't make me uh, watch the stupid, sh- the really stupid shit she wants to watch. <laughs> and I don't make her watch the really weird and stupid shit I want to watch. It's okay. perfect. Anyway. Oh, and by the way, I watched the original theatrical cut yeah that's the, the other thing oh. isn't there's there like four two, different three. cuts Jeez. is so Actually. the blu-ray <laughs> wow. that since there's rights issues in the u.s where's this blu-ray from if i'm uh, second sight released it on blu-ray okay um so i, I so just second sight put it out after this company put it out which is, is that the german one yeah this is the xt or no this is dds crazy box set no but this is the same company that <laughs> okay. put out that box set but they put out like a four disc set it's got the soundtrack it's the 35th anniversary i'm holding this uh it's sealed plat no it's not sealed. i'm just fucking i'm just fucking on but them. then again i haven't watched it i literally broke the seal to try to watch it uh, outside, um, yeah. I mean, it's a nice addition, but I do like Second Sight. And it, had I not bought this, I probably would have bought that. Mm. Um, because I don't think it's ever coming out in the U.S. Yeah. From yeah. based off of my knowledge. How would you guys see uh, alligators coming to Blu-ray? Finally, Fuck yes! finally. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Speaking of Blu-rays, I hope to book it. Everybody's super stoked. I love how everybody's so stoked for that movie. I I, I love that a movie yeah. like fucking Alligator with <laughs> the man Robert Forster has somehow eluded Blu-ray. Yeah. And has gone straight from DVD, which was a shitty transfer from what I remember. Do you have the Alligator DVD? No, I don't. Okay. Um, I've been looking for it for years. Because Anchor Bay put years. that out. Mm-hmm. And it looked okay, but it was still dark. I just love that it's going from DVD to 4K. <laughs> it's yeah, right. insane. I mean, it, they're going to have a Blu-ray yeah, copy in there, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, wow, that's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think we're going to see that more and more, especially with companies like Scream Factory and Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Scanner Cop. <laughs> One and two. I know. <sighs> 4K. I Maybe never I should have w- watched Scanner Cop. Or talked w- about Scanner Cop, too. Oh, well. Well, sticking with thy neighbor. I know I want to do a scanner <laughs> franchise watch. Yeah. That, what I is the other movie you watched? So I just want to make a call out real quick. Um, Siege from Severn Films. Yeah. Great. It's like a Canadian version of Salt on Precinct 13. Really liked it. Is that like the home invasion movie? Yeah. And then I followed it up with like Tenement because mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of that as well. Anyway, I want to talk about Evil Dead Trap. How did uh, you get to talk about four movies? I just mentioned it. It's fucked up. I was okay. real quick. Uh, fuck no, you. I know, I've been I'm doing kidding. this for a Let's long go. time. So you p- 
picked up the new Blu-ray? I did. So Unearthed Films put out Evil Dead Trap, and it's a movie I never saw. Synapse put it out on DVD. I never caught it. Same. Um, It was just like, I I think, quite honestly, and maybe I feel like a lot of people might be like this, um, they were probably dismissive. Because it's called fucking Evil Dead Trap. <laughs> it just feels like a cash-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, I guess when you really think about it, it's like, oh, death. It should be called Evil Death Trap or something. It, honestly, it could be called something completely different. What this really is, is a Japanese Argento film, basically. Mm-hmm. Until it isn't in the last, like, 20 minutes. Then uh-huh. it's like, oh, I'm from Japan. Here's some weird shit. Okay. <laughs> It is a lot of fun. Uh, the basic story is that um, this girl, Nami, uh, hosts kind of like this. It almost reminded me of Wreck a little bit. Like while you, it has a similar title, like while you were sleeping or yeah. while you were asleep. It's a late night television show. And um, I, I think it's just more like local community, like what's happening in these late hours. She receives a tape, which appears to be a real snuff film. And this Mm -hmm. snuff film within this film is pretty goddamn rough. Like, if you could imagine Fulci, eye-gouging, gut stuff, like, just, like, really close-up slicing and dicing. No joke. It is rough to watch. And I'm like, oh, that's why Unearth picked this (laughs) fucking (laughs) film up. Yeah. It is pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Um, Just the snuff film within the film alone. Uh So I'm like, okay, so this is going to be a special effects like display of power with this film. And it it, it pretty much was. Um, Essentially, what they do is in the snuff film, there's shots of, um, somebody driving on a freeway and you see the signage. So they decide like, you know, people do in horror movies. Hey, let's try to find this place and maybe try to rescue this girl who we just saw was horribly mutilated. (laughs) As you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically they, they go to this destination where they believe this, this girl on the snuff tape was uh-huh. possibly murdered to try to get closer to the truth. And look, the setup is really fucking hokey. No doubt about it. But what happens are these, like, like I said, Argento set pieces Yeah, that happen. And it's just like, it, it, it's those types of set pieces that your jaw hits the floor, not only at like the gore and the blood, but the audacity of what's actually happening. Um, this film's from 1988 and basically it's a slasher film, mm-hmm. but it's done with this weird style. It, it's definitely, it feels like a Japanese film, but it's definitely a Japanese director paying homage to Argento Yeah. until, like I said, the last 20 minutes, then it's like, Oh, okay. We're going into body horror territory. Cool. Great. But it is a great release. Unearthed Films did a excellent job. Um, there was, I will say, there was like one scene that seemed downrezzed, and I don't know if it's they just included it, but um, it didn't seem like true HD quality. But it's real quick. Uh, however, with all that said, I think it looks great, and I think it's uh, worth your time to check out. I know it's. Um, I want to say it's available on. Tubi with ads. I know it's available on like 
Plex. If yeah. anybody fucks with Plex, like they have a free service as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's on there. Well, I'll watch it the way they intended me to watch it on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, yeah, that's no knock on. Uh, otherwise, them. I mean, it's cheap. It's like two bucks on Amazon, Google Play, and YouTube. I don't know if that's the unearthed films transfer. I'd be surprised. Um, so maybe hold out because I want to say there's a streaming service, either Shutter or um, possibly Arrow Player. That picks oh, up some unearthed like Arrow. films. Well, I know. Um, I think Shutter has the Untold Story. On there, I Do know they? I saw that. Um, I watched it on Prime, I think, a while or back. Or maybe it's Prime. Maybe it's but Prime. the transfer was pretty bad. Oh, really, the yep. untold story. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's on Shutter. It's on Shutter. So oh, okay. it's also on Tubi with ads. But yeah, wait, so, Evil Dead Trap is no Untold Story. <sighs> Sorry, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I'm just letting you know. But that could be an indication uh-huh. that it will show up on Shutter maybe in a couple months because I think there's probably some exclusivity. That'd be tight. Yeah. So um, keep an eye on that. Uh, I I think it's well worth a watch. Um, don't know if I mean I liked it. I I feel like my twenty dollars that I paid for the Blu-ray was justified. Yeah, but it's not going to be for everybody. Um, but if you're a fan of Asian horror and especially around that time in 1988, I think this is pretty. Even though it's paying homage to films earlier, it's still kind of like this advanced version. Um, Yana picked up it. the Blu-ray. Yeah, but we haven't watched it yet. Oh well, yeah, watch it. I think know. it's the. I, I just hadn't been in the mood to watch something that because I read the description on the mm-hmm. back because mm-hmm. I had never seen it before and it talks about snuff and like kind of video in the video and it just is like I don't know if I'm really in the mood to watch this right yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I can't just turn on Cannibal Holocaust whenever and just be like, yeah, I'm in the mood for this. I can all the fucking time. <laughs> I usually wake up to Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my uh, that's my morning because you know unearth films <laughs> they really have like. No limit on, on yeah. you know, because they've put out a Serbian film and uh, Men Behind the Sun, I think they also put out, mm. you know, those are... Mm. I think Massacre Video. Ma- you're right. Yeah. yeah, that was Massacre Video. But, um, yeah, I, I, I recommend checking it out. And if you can check it out for free or with a subscription service, go for it. All right. Let's get into our main topic It is 2021's The Advent Calendar, directed by Patrick uh, Red Ramont. I'm just gonna say I'm horrible with French. French. I love French toast. I love French what? fries. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Please don't Stop. Me. Uh, it's also I, I mean the French title is just called the calendar. Yeah. So, but um, it's mostly French. There's some German in this movie. Yes. Too. Yeah. yeah and is. we'll talk about that. I'm sure. Uh, and granted, I'm sure it's just the screener copy we got. But anyway, this is a brand new film. You can check it out on Shutter now. It was uh, released last night. Uh, if you're listening to this on the 3rd of December. Um, yeah, this this film, I, I saw the trailer for it and I was interested. I, look, uh, I'm of German descent. If you haven't figured it out with my oh, last really? name. Uh, so advent calendars were very popular in Germany. And I remember my grandmother, you know, being a big proponent of doing an advent calendar every year yeah. around the season. So when I saw this and I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And luckily enough, you know, Shutter provided us screening copies to watch it. Um, I'll say 
with advent calendars. Like we had one growing up, but it was um, like a tree that was carved into it. It was something mm. you hung on the wall and it was ornaments. And then like okay. the 24th was the star. Okay. So like years later, I found out like, wait, it's usually chocolate. <laughs> I was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> you lied to me. Well, now it's like liquor. It can yeah. be whatever the well, fuck you want. Um, right. At Aldi, I forget when that was. We went in like early November. I was kind of texting the group. I was like, oh, yeah, here's the uh, wine advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Here is the seltzer advent calendar. Here is the beer advent calendar. <laughs> we have a coffee advent calendar that we got. Apparently just decided to get. Kind of want to get an advent calendar. I just always had one of those like the flat paper plastic ones. Yeah, from Bad Santa. (laughs) Um, You open it up. Tape. Yeah, in the candy corn inside. Are you okay? Yes, I'm great. Did you know during the 2020 Corona? virus pandemic advent calendars were sent to social care staff across England as a aid memoir. So a memory aid to help care workers keep track of the days when they needed to submit their home testing coronavirus kits. Jesus. Yeah. So (laughs) found that out today. Wait, (laughs) they, they gave that as gifts. So then they would like circle the days like, here's when you need to send in your tests. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's kind of wild to me. But anyway, where the fuck did that come from? Did you look up? Is did somebody add that to the IMDb it, trivia? It's in the Wikipedia. Because I was like trying for to the figure, movie. No, 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 no. Oh, just for advent, <laughs> advent calendars in general. Because I was like, I, I just want to make sure they were basically. I I wanted to kind of get some history of the advent calendar because. I don't know. I mean, I'm of German descent, so yeah. advent calendars were already in my DNA. Mm-hmm. But what about everybody else? Are advent calendars like? I, I think most people, when they think yeah. about it, it's a novelty. Yeah, it's it's. I didn't really. Oh, I get liquor bo- like airplane liquor bottles. But again, I <laughs> go back to like being a kid and like opening it up for those ornaments and. Yeah. Okay. You know. That's I'm, it I'm, was a way to count down Christmas. I just want to make sure like it's safe to assume that everybody knows what the fucking advent calendar <laughs> yes. is, right? Like it's um, not that foreign of a tradition. Half of this podcast so, is gonna be us just explaining what it is. I would argue <laughs> that Andy maybe doesn't know what an advent calendar is. It, oh because oh, wow. I brought this up earlier wow. about Bloodbeat 2014 when I decided to do that Christmas horror advent. 24 days, 24 reviews, yeah. and he added a 25th one. I, I was did. Like, okay. I, I fucked up there. That's all right. Um, no, actually, I think it like the way well, the graphic even, worked, it worked out evenly. No, it did. <laughs> and I, I think I was going to get rid of it because I'm like, uh, but it that's doesn't fine. look right. No, that's fine. Um, but God damn it. We should. And then I, I think Why I didn't I look up one. Well, and plus I wanted to talk about dial code Santa Claus that year. I know, so I was like, "Fuck you! I'm taking Christmas." <laughs> you can have it. You can have, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, apparently, Evan Count. I didn't know this, but after looking at Wikipedia, Evan calendars, November twenty seventh. So it says the since the date of the first Sunday of. Advent varies falling between November 7th, 27th and December 3rd. Uh-huh. Many advent calendars, especially those are re- reusable, often begin on December 1st. I'm like, well, I thought they all did. 
but apparently they apparently some do. But our movie begins on December third. Hey, jumpstart, which is also our main character's birthday. Yay! Uh, so the Advent Calendar is a French horror film. Um, it's interesting because it definitely. Um, if this was an American film, yeah. Would it pay as much tribute to German mythology as far as advent calendars? I don't think it would. No. No. No, absolutely you not. You know, like because something like Krampus kind of paid tribute to it because it, but it's fucking Krampus. Yeah. If it's Krampus, they'd be like, they would dig into it and maybe they would, if it was an American film, go into the, oh, it has like. German right. roots, right. but I don't think it would be because for, for as Americans, we just go, oh, you mean Krampus? Yeah, <laughs> but it just seems uh, it, the reason why I bring this up is because there seems to be more levity with an advent calendar in this movie versus like if this was the, to me, this definitely does feel like a French kind of Blumhouse spook house movie. Yeah. Um. So in I also thought it was funny on our screener. I don't know if it'll be on the final. It has the universal logo. So I'm, I guess they're distributing it. Yeah. I was uh, probably, probably in foreign surprised by that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. So so I I don't know how big this movie is in foreign territories, but for us in the U S it's coming out on shutter. Um, and it does have French and German language. And I, I just want to preface it. The German language wasn't really subtitled for the most but, part. So the screener copies we got said that the subtitling was not was not final. final. Right. So, right. so I, we just want to preface that uh, there might be some context. There was like one scene in particular where it was maybe detrimental to us. Yeah. But outside of that, I, th- I, I mean, we got the gist of it. So, um, but yeah, basically, so the story is involving Eva, uh, who is a para- paraplegic, um, do I want to say what her, her desire or profession was before this? Actually? Uh, I mean, she's a, she, she's paraplegic a, who is, who used to be a dancer, but she's like, but obviously not, you know, is lives by herself as independent. Yeah. Um, has a full-time job that apparently kind of getting shit on at work by her boss and Dude, her boss is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so Eva is uh living in a wheelchair and we start off on her birthday, like Jeremy said. And luckily, you know, because her boss is a shithead and her dad unfortunately has Alzheimer's and doesn't really remember her and his wife. Is that even his I, I well, it's not I know her, it's, it's his not, wife, but oh, okay. it might not, not be her mother. It is definitely not her mom. Yeah. Because she is a robo and that bitch. Unfortunately, doesn't get in explained. But in a way, I guess it doesn't really need to in in context. I guess of I the looked story. at it as a caretaker because she was just so like cold. But she says but. that she's the wife. Okay. I missed um, it. No, yeah, it's like in one of the phone calls with Eva. Uh. But um so I assume stepmother. Right. And unfortunately, her father has Alzheimer's and isn't really talking, doesn't really remember anybody. So um, luckily, she has a good friend. Uh, Well, that's the other thing that I had a question about, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, 
her friend gives her this advent calendar. Apparently she was going to be gone into Germany for a while, but ended up coming back for her birthday and gives her an advent calendar and says, Oh, you know, yeah. She, her friend took time off to spend with her. And later it's probably because you find out of guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. I, I, no, that actually cleared <laughs> up my question as well. Um, which there's questionability I have with the accident that made her paraplegic in, in a wheelchair. Mm, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, her friend gives her this advent calendar from Germany and <laughs> later tells her she stole it, which just feels like it dragged me to hell. Yeah. Sort of, mm-hmm. Like curse you wouldn't want to bring on your friend, but apparently you are. And, um, you know, it, it's, and, and why I mentioned the thing at the beginning with, how event calendars are maybe more important in France or in Europe in general is that she had to explain the advent calendar like, oh, this is what you do. You take the key and you open it up day by day. And I, I almost feel like that is more of an American explanation, which yeah. is kind of interesting to me. Um, but Anyway, uh, she gets the advent calendar. She starts opening up the boxes and eating the candies within. They're not all chocolate, I assume. Or maybe they're white chocolate, like some of the things. Anyway, some weird shit starts happening. Uh, Like, throughout the course of it, she's able to walk. That that kind of, yeah, comes in later. Um, She's, uh, she meets a boy. Yes. Like, all these little things happen. There's a fucking asshole named Boris that tries to do But one of things. the, um, you know, there's rules to this advent calendar. Right. Uh, which is on the first chocolate, actually, when you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the first three chocolates, right? Wasn't, no, it's all or, on the first one. Or was one. it on the yeah. first one? Okay. Um. Do you have them written down? I didn't write them down. One is like you. Um, if you dump it, I will kill you. So, it, but one that was, wasn't in the rule of the candy. Start it. You basically have to finish it. Yep. You have to. All of the candy has to be consumed. Yes. Um, it's kind of like the rules of Jim Munji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does, um, the third rule is if you eat the twenty fourth candy, right? Oh, you must obey the rules up until the 24th. Right, yeah, right. Which okay. comes into play later. But I feel like they kind of did a sled of hand with that rule, too. Basically, she's going through the days one by one. And, she, of course, this thing goes off at midnight. It's like the shittiest alarm. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so it's this uh, it pops out the top and is like, it's midnight. Yeah. Time to open it. Time to midnight. Open it. Yep, it's midnight. midnight. It'll just keep going, I yeah. guess, until you shut it or until you until open, you open it. Um you see her do both. That's what I was kind of confused about. And, like she pushes it down and this thing that pops up, which is like a figure. It looks like Michael Berryman. Looks like oh, I didn't get that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean what's funny is that eh, kind of <laughs> but um as she's going through it, uh, more particularly the the first three to- chocolates she eats, one of them, uh, she recognizes the wrapping. She's like, oh, this is my father's favorite candy. Yeah. Then she eats it, and then she gets a call from him, and they're just talking like normal. 
like, oh, I wanted to call you for your birthday. But she gets a call on her landline, Mm -hmm. which is not connected. Right. So So that's when she's like, did that really happen? Yeah. So then there becomes this question as the story progresses. Is she hallucinating? Are we dealing with an unreliable narrator? Or is just weird stuff happening with this advent calendar from the strange and distant land of Germany? <laughs> I would say a little, a little of, bit of both. all. Yeah. All the above? Yeah. Um, but basically, like, there's, uh, you know, there, there are sacrifices made. Uh, and by the end of it, I guess what it really boils down to is there are a couple of candies that make her able to walk and not be paraplegic. And does she want to sacrifice either strangers lives or loved ones lives in order to have this functionality again? So it's, it's a morality tale. Yeah. Mixed in with some supernatural stuff. Um, it's kind of an odd blend of a movie, but then again, it's European, you know, it's French. So it kind of feels like that's going to be the case. anyway. You know what this is? What is this Wishmaster? No, 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 no. This is definitely not Wishmaster. Uh, I'm a little disappointed you didn't figure it out, but it is an Amityville cursed yeah, object. God damn it. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> what would it be called? Amityville. It can't an be Amityville, it's about time. An Amityville Christmas. <laughs> I love it. I, love I, it. I just pictured it as kind of just Jim Munji, but an advent. Calendar. I mean, it kind of is that too with yeah. these rules that you can't stop. You have to finish the game. You have to finish right, the game. Right. Yeah. You know, you, and then especially with the twist at the end, which I, mm-hmm. I mean, we will talk about later, I guess. I mean, I wrote down specific things that I was like, oh, yeah, this is like Amityville 1992. This is like Dollhouse. <laughs> Nothing was really grabbing me like uh, Evil Escapes, but <laughs> that weird roommate in the hospital, I was like, oh, this is a new generation. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, car, uh, the, the car with Boris, I was like, oh, this is Dollhouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. This never clicked in with him. Um, well, no, I don't know if I've seen Dollhouse. No, uh, I, yeah, because we watched yeah. it in your backyard. Yeah, we did watch it. That was a very special night. Well, it was special <laughs> for one person. Wow, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, um, look, the story is, it's pretty basic. You know, she gets a, it almost feels... Yeah. A lot like J horror stuff too, though, like the rain. Yeah, right? it's a, it's a, it's a curse. Um, now I'm surprised Yana didn't bring that because she watched this too. Yeah, uh, she didn't bring up like I mean, she I'm kind of surprised too. She has an eye for the those kinds of things, and maybe she just didn't have the ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She she didn't really see a connection. Though. Well, I mean, visually, I don't think it has any mm-hmm. anything to do with it. But like the story wise, yeah. it, it feels very much like interesting. I'm gonna pass this advent calendar to you. I got you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go through it and then pass it down. It feels like that. Yeah, that's what happened to sexy Saint Nick. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, o- overall, I mean, the story's pretty pretty flimsy, but oh, I think it's also relatively not strong, but just like solid. 
I guess. It's it's yeah, straightforward. It's a solid movie. Um, I, I kind of feel like you just you kind of know where it's going. From, yeah, you know, and it is and it, very predictable. It um, it feels like I said earlier. It does feel kind of like a Blumhouse movie. So here's yes, Blumhouse presents an Amityville Christmas. Here is <laughs> I'd say my biggest issue with it is okay. So you know this girl mm-hmm. paraplegic. Uh, she loses her job and from the shittiest boss from the shittiest boss. Well, she's unemployed. Yeah. So what does she, does she, you would think that she, well, she has all this free time. She would try to maybe figure out maybe <laughs> the, at least Google <laughs> this advent calendar, <laughs> like look up, try to know yeah. the history. You of know, it. what's funny is that's a very American thing to do. Yeah. Too, th- this like. film definitely does kind of feel like an, nineties, like early two thousands. So there are journey. There were film. times where I was like, Oh, is this a period piece? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then they pull yeah. out like a smartphone. I'm like, Oh, it's not. No. Except for mm-hmm. that one doctor did have a flip phone. Yes. Or he not did. The doctor, that but and that resume. really stood out. That was his burner phone. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> that was his, either his work phone or a, uh, but that also is something kind of J horror. Yes. Also, if if he she were to try to look at the history of of this thing and you know what it's all about, mm-hmm. where well, did it come from? Yeah, you know the pat that's history. And I think Who that's it before that supposed to be the reveal, like in the top of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I don't like that this movie does at the beginning is the flash forward. I'm not a big and fan it is of that either. So unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um. It opens with the end. Yeah, basically. it opens with the end, and, and it, it doesn't. It doesn't need to. to. I, um, it, I mean, it, there's no hook to it, really. No, I, I don't see I, the point in it. I it think should have just started. Should have started with her swimming laps. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I guess that's part of it. Is like this movie's in 2021, but it feels like it's 30 years old right off the bat. Um, or, or let's just generously say like 15, 20 years old. Yeah. Cause it does feel like an early aughts type of horror film. Aughts. Um, but the only difference is, is like we're dealing with an adult. We're not dealing with a teenager. Yeah. It could very well be a teenager except for they go out drinking, you know? So a, a young adult. Yeah. A young adult college you could make this a 22. college student and mm-hmm. you would never know and quite honestly it she could very well be in a college student but except for the job that's the only thing that like goes against that but you could totally do a college student that's on the swim team because mm-hmm. her other dream fell apart of dancing and uh so that leads us to like her so this is the question that i had and now okay. I'm starting to like, I, I keep flip-flopping because... We've already done enough spoilers, so what are we doing? <laughs> so we're going to into a slightly spoiler territory. Okay. So her best friend now, the curly-haired blonde, mm-hmm. she's not the girl that was driving. Mm. Well, so I took it as it was because that is the same actress in that flashback with different hair. Okay, okay. And I didn't am know... I, am I totally, like... I thought so, misremembering? too. No, no, no. I thought that was her, and because I thought we were making that connection. Be, However, yeah. at the beginning, she says, you never want to talk about it. 
Yeah. So <laughs> like, but I, I, you know what I read that as uh-huh. is a friend trying to ask what happened to her doesn't know versus what happened to you. I, or do you want to discuss what happened to you? I, yeah. And I, which I, is my fault. It's supposed to be a, re, it's a reveal or a twist. Yeah. 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 Because obviously she's going, I don't blame her. It's not her fault. Right. Because, right. but she's also, cause she knows what's going to happen. Um, that was the only thing that just wasn't crystal clear. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a language thing. I don't know if it's like, you know, just me being a stupid American, but it just stupid American, probably stupid American <laughs> 100%, but it just didn't make a clear cut like description of that. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, you didn't have that. And maybe again, like I said, stupid American probably, but you didn't I'm- have that exposition scene where it's like, I, I can't, you know, I did this to her. Yeah. I thought you did at one point because she talks behind closed doors. Uh-huh. And I thought maybe that discussion was happening, but I couldn't really make out of it. So I could be wrong. And maybe that was the scene where you find out. But because it's it's in the same sequence that you see what happened to her. Yes. But also, like. She doesn't have any damage. The driver didn't get hurt. It was just her. It yeah. was just Eva. Eh, I don't know it, if I buy that. I <laughs> can. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, I, I, it's. There's no way I can say it can't. Happen, yeah, but it just feels unlikely. It's right? a movie. It feels like if you're in a car accident, one person dies, one person makes it out, but they're handicapped. Yeah, just I don't yeah. know that that's the only thing that was a little muddy for me. Um, other than that, like I, I feel like it's a decent movie. I don't think it's something like fall head over heels over, but it, I want to know what day 19 would have done if she would have taken it. If what day night. So the day 19 treat. Oh yeah. <laughs> the one that looked like a little blue pill. Well, it was, it, it was not a blue. Well, hold on, hold on. Couple of things. Number one, it wasn't a little blue pill. No. That motherfucker was big. That was I, a horse. I have to like, I have esophagus issues. I have to chop up a fucking ibuprofen in half. I'd have to chop that up in like quarters. But the other thing is, Boy, you saw what was drawn on there. No, what? Yes. <laughs> okay, look at my notes if you can read. <laughs> I know this is very. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cooking bowls. Anyways. As soon as she opened that and I saw that, <laughs> I was like, what was on it, I, yeah, was, I was like, like oh, this is going to get very <laughs> interesting. And of course, her Ooh. best friend just takes it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, a minor spoiler it. there. Yeah. Okay, but, well, we're already in it. spoiler territory. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, I know people are, a lot of horror fans are just very seasonal, which is fun, but at the same time, it can feel like kind of like obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, but it, it almost feels I like I love everybody's watching Christmas horror movies and it's always nice that when a new one's added. Right. I'll um, always give it a shot. Yeah. And just because it's Christmas themed, right? I mean, there's still definitely some Christmas horror movies I haven't checked out. Um, when's like, the last time you watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 5? The Since we maker. covered it? Okay. Yeah, that's that's good enough. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Well, what about uh, P2? I don't think you No, I one. still haven't seen mm-hmm. P2. But anyway, the advent calendar. Uh, like I said, it's available on Shutter. I mean, I, I don't know if this is going to get thrown in my holiday It's rotation. Not, it's not something I'd 
watch again. Yeah. I think I think it's it's one of those movies that maybe you recommend like, hey, if you're in a pinch, you need to watch something, you have shutter, cool, watch this. But it's it's not gonna get in my rotation. I do wanna highlight though, before I I should have said this before. Some of the cinematography and some of the tricks that they play mm-hmm. is excellent. Like the one yeah. scene where she's in the car and um, they're going under the tunnel and uh-huh. there's a shot of the fluorescent lights and then it fades into her looking at the window and you see the reflection of the lights and then it just stops. And it's yeah. like a freeze frame, but then she gets up. I thought that was amazing. I'm like, I'm like, that's really well done. And like, if you rewind back, you can see it's an easy thing to do. But I was just like, that's just kind of an interesting way. And this is the thing that goes into the flashback of what happened to her. Well, there's also the scene of her getting like out of bed. Right, right. Or is she getting in? Well, it, it happens early headlights. on when yeah. she's getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. And she's in, she wheels the chair up to, next to her bed and then the lights get brighter and brighter. And then you realize, oh, fuck, you know, yeah. she's in a, she's reliving the yeah, head on yeah. collision is yes. all you can assume. And then there's a couple of other times it happens, but I thought that was a really cool camera kind of camera and editing trick. And it, it, it's, I always love seeing scenes where you see like multiple crew kind of work with something mm-hmm. like, Hey, how do we transition to this flashback? And I thought that was a really good thing because we obviously know at that point that what caused her to be paraplegic was a car accident. Yeah. That, that much we know. So how do we tell that story? And the fact that they, they transitioned into that, I thought was pretty clever. And there's a couple of times when I think it's clever. I will say I'm not a huge fan of whenever the manifestation of this evil happens when he, when he comes out of the, the river, uh, it seemed because it's hokey. actually there from the beginning, and yes. it's kind of interesting. But the yeah, the the look but once you see like once you get the full picture of it, just, it's like and again, that's why no, I say it feels like an early aughts film. It's like oh god, okay, and somebody watched a lot of yeah, like, no Marilyn Manson videos. <laughs> history of like no. There's no history. There's no mythology yeah. as far so as this person. Who right, or what? Who or what creature. is this? Right. Exactly. And there's just really, like which something, is, which is why I was kind of surprised that she doesn't dive into more of what what yeah. she's dealing with. Yeah. And yeah. It feels like there needs to be and, some sort of there, investigative. There should scene. have been because. I thought that's what it was going to go into because she got let go from her job. She's unemployed. She's she got, got all the time. Yeah, she's got all the time. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Right, I'll right. just open the advent calendar. Well, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe so. the... Look, if it's anything like dial code Santa Claus, they got to get on that telenet <laughs> right. and like dial code Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah. dial code advent um, calendar. Yeah. You, know, what, know. you know, something else I was surprised mm. at is, you know, this is a French horror film. That it is. It's not that gory. Well, it's. Uh, it's but got I feel some, like that was a place. That in was time. a place in time. One hundred percent. I I feel. Yeah, it's just. I guess I'm just so used to like I think, my French horror movies just being real nasty, really fucking nasty and but, gory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one is. It, I mean, it, it has some gore, but it's not. You know, it's not. 
pretty tame compared to a lot of the French horror movies I've seen. <laughs> pretty tame, but pretty tame. Well, yeah, but you can't tame. compare it to Martyrs. Like no, okay, like Martyrs, I thought of and Raw and yeah. uh, Inside. Well, I think that whole French New Wave has kind of gone. And I mean, Raw's it's been more here. It's gone. <laughs> recent than you know martyrs or um i think i'm only saying is that it felt restrained like a a person is killed and it just felt okay that that's yeah i was i was expecting that to be way nastier yeah i mean i was kind of surprised that it was it was it it felt reserved Mm -hmm. um but you know I, i do like some of the emotional beats that it hits um, especially with the, the new boyfriend, you know, when that happens, I'm like, oh, that kind of blows. Like, I thought she was going to be okay. But it also, I think it kind of, he knows what he did. He, it, well, it also kind of puts you into her headspace and, and it, it kind of leans more on the unreliable narrator where it's like, oh, is she going to do the right thing or is she not going to do the right yeah. thing because of selfish reasons, which, you know, I mean, Look, I'm obviously not paraplegic, but if if I were like, oh, I could sacrifice Josh and I can get oh, my, wow. the feeling of my legs back. Wow. Or maybe, hey, you don't know, maybe Josh gets my left leg and you get my right leg. Sweet. I have to sacrifice you both. Sorry. Then why would you get, I wouldn't do it. Why would I That's what I'm saying. I'm a good friend. I wouldn't do it. Or you get our legs. You <laughs> wouldn't be able to walk Ooh. very well. I wonder how that you'd would have look to have like. a platform shoe or something to even you out, like, and then have to be different heights. Yeah. So the Evan Kelder. Yeah. Hey, recommend? you brought it up, dummy. Do you recommend it? I'd recommend it for this season. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing to put in the rotation. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it, but I don't. I wouldn't really recommend it. Yeah, and you know, I think, and I, I don't, I don't know if we wanted to bring up the ending. Um, it's just, I know we're not, I don't want to dive into it cause I don't want to spoil it, but okay. the ending, like the very ending, yeah, it just where it felt, goes to the next person the yeah. next year. Um, it feels like even way right, too fucking phoned it. Yeah, it, do, it, it does. honestly it, doesn't kind of make sense. Like you don't make the connection. Yeah. It just of felt, like, Hey, how the advent calendar survive? Yeah. It just, it felt like yeah. a cheat. It, is, did. it really did. And even this, the scene right before it, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, it just, it felt like, well, that's it. But really? that That's all there is. It, really? And it also, I think it also felt too easy. I was, I was it waiting really for the twist. I was or, too. But instead it just, you know, I could dive into it and go more into detail, but I just, you know, I don't want to. What I will say about the end without, spoiling it completely why was that person where he was <laughs> right i don't know like i said it felt like cheap but it could have also had um like you, we were talking about uh it, you know is what is happening really happening yeah yeah you know yeah is so it a tyler durden situation <laughs> glad it wasn't that yeah yeah she fucked herself <laughs> oh wow <laughs> anyway okay so that is 2021's the advent calendar like we said previously it is available on shutter so you can add that to your christmas horror rotation and do me a favor watch dial code santa claus the original home alone another french film yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. More whoa, whoa, whoa. people need to check it out. I thought that was German. 
No. No. The Germans put it out on Blu-ray first. Okay. Yeah, but it oh. is a 100% French film. Okay, Jeremy, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at vaccinated at Camp Blood. Didn't know you had that accent. Josh? You can find me on Twitter, joshinator1989. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, anywhere, pretty much. Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y. You can find us as a collective on Twitter at DTB Horror, on Instagram at Destroy the Brain. Also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Destroy the Brain. Facebook.com slash group slash... No, don't go no, to the group. Go to go Discord. There. Actually, I'm probably going to close out that Facebook group. Yeah. Just because I think Discord's way better. So Discord.DestroyTheBrain.com is completely free. You don't have to pay for anything. Just join in on the conversation. We have multiple channels, including memorabilia, 4K, and Blu-ray. Please come to the books one and recommend a fucking Audible book for me. Oh, yeah. Jeremy needs Since Audible nobody books. did. Well... Anyways, I would have just told you like I got devil I got Devolution by Max Brooks. Okay, okay. I would have told you the Diary of Laura Palmer. Wait, no, one more. Yeah. What about uh, My Heart Is a Chainsaw? That's I, a newer horror book. Okay, I've been meaning okay. to check that out. Anyway, we'll see. Sorry. Uh, also, don't forget about our late night grindhouse for December. It is December tenth and eleventh with Bloodbeat the. Ultimate Christmas classic you didn't know you needed in front of your eyeballs. Are tickets available? Tickets are available. Boom. LateNightGrindhouse.com or on your Marcus Theaters app or MarcusTheaters.com. You can find us under theaters. Just to pair, which is where we do it. And uh, yeah, there's only one show time per day. But if you go to LateNightGrindhouse.com and click on the uh, green button to buy tickets... We'll take you straight there. Anyway, thank you very much. I know it was a long wait for episode 78. I apologize. October's a bitch. That's all you need to know. November's not any better. So we'll be back hopefully in two weeks with episode 79. Jeremy, you said you had something for October. Uh, It was actually November. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) But I worked a night at the St. Louis International Film Festival. Um. And I worked the box office for the evening. And I found out before that Tony Todd was in attendance. The Tony Todd? Yes. For a film that was shot locally uh, here in St. Louis. You didn't get the called ratchet, though. All, no, I okay. did not. I was selling tickets. I was um, busy working. <laughs> called All Gone Wrong. And the, he was there with the direct. It was, I believe they had done some cast and crew screenings, I think at Ronnie's or De Pair. Okay. Um, but um, Tony came in for the Sliff screening. Sure. As we call it here. And I was really hoping I could get to talk to him before. Now I know that one of the guys working did get something signed by him after the movie. Okay. Said he was like super nice and incredible with his time. Oh I was starving by the time like my shift was over. Can I didn't want to stay for hamburger? the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, can you can you sign my chicken wings? My 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 to go box of wings. Um, I actually brought my Candyman Blu-ray in case I was able to. Okay, okay. But what I really wanted to do at the box office was when he came up, be like, "Excuse me, sir, is Mister Beaumont expecting you?" Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. But you didn't. No, (laughs) I didn't get to do that. I'm really disappointed. Well. 
What else? <laughs> Nothing? No. That's, that's, a story. that's a story. Wow. I a, like it. What a shitty post credit scene. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.